0: This is The One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. Time is your most valuable resource. The problem is most people spend their time instead of investing it. The waste amplifies when you look at the people that you work with. If you can't focus on what matters most, you end up working longer hours and sacrificing your personal life. We help people like you implement a simple system to turn your big vision into action steps. So instead of just being busy, you'll actually be productive and achieve extraordinary results, both professionally and personally. As a listener to the show, you know that while the principles of the one thing are surprisingly simple, they can sometimes be challenging to live. And what stops most people from living the one thing is a system which we call the productive system. This is part two in the six-part series where we walk you through the six steps of the productive system. In the last episode, we walked you through the first step, which is to transform how you think. Because your thinking drives your behavior, which drives your results. If you missed that episode, we'd strongly recommend you start there because while these do stand on their own, they do build together. Once you change the way you think, the second step is to cast a vision by identifying your core values and setting someday five-year and one-year goals. Once you cast your vision, the third step is to build the plan by creating a one-page business plan we call a GPS, which creates clarity and alignment across the team. And once the plan is created and everyone's on the same page, step four is for you to prioritize your activities. The piece of the plan that you are responsible for so you know what you need to accomplish this week and this month to be on track for your year. And once you've got clarity on your priorities, step five is to take action by time blocking your calendar so it reflects your priorities and your one thing gets done. And finally, the sixth step is to build habits around the activities that make achieving your goals possible. In this episode, we walk you through how to cast a vision. As you listen to this episode, if you'd like some guidance in implementing this in your life so that you can cast that vision faster with less stress, head over to theonething.com. That's the one thing with the number one in the URL, The one thing.com. As an individual, you can learn about our Living Your One Thing training membership. And if you are a leader and want to discover what it looks like to actually bring this to your organization... So you can transform the productivity of the whole team. You can request a consultation and we'll line up a time to connect. Just head over to the
1: onething.com. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready to eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen
0: When you think about the idea of casting a vision, what comes to mind? I know for me, when I used to think about this, I just thought of imagining what my life or what my organization might look like someday in the distant future and trying to be as clear about it as possible and using that as a way to work backwards. And while I always believed that that was an important step I feel trapped to many challenges that I think a lot of people face. And there are four specific ones that come to mind that we're going to discuss in this episode. The first is, we're too busy. We have too much to do and not enough time. The second is that it's hard to think that far into the future and to get clarity. We often think, I don't know when we ask, what does extraordinary look like in 10 years or 20 years? The third thing is that if you're doing this inside an organization, usually it's the leadership team that's casting the vision. They're communicating the vision to everybody else and asking you to follow. But the problem is people aren't actually bought in or understand why the vision is what it is. And fourth is that it's really easy to attach ourselves to the way things used to be versus imagining what can become and who we can become along the way. So let's dive into these each individually. First is, we're just too busy. I don't know about you, but (laughs) at least prior to starting this company, I was so busy. No, I woke up every day. I got after it. I prided myself on having an amazing work ethic. The problem is, I was busy. I was not productive. I was busy doing a lot of things. but. I wasn't clear on what the most important things were. So my time was not actually an investment. It was an expense. And I think a lot of you know what it feels like to be busy during the day. And then when you get home and you should be investing in your personal life or investing in your key relationships, you're actually doing the work that you should have done during the day, which that is super common. And you should give yourself some grace if that describes you. The problem is you extrapolate that out over the course of the year and you likely fall into one of three groups of people. First is you're so busy that you're getting to the end of the year and you just set your goals right at the end of the year to get it done. The second is you might wait till the new year begins. Or the third is maybe you do it within the last 90 days of the year so that you've got some momentum. Regardless of where you fall, there's zero judgment. But the problem is you can say yes to something that looks attractive this year But is actually a distraction over the long run. Here's an example of what we mean by this Imagine if you and I were meeting at the Los Angeles airport and we were gonna fly from LA to New York City to go to dinner for the night. Imagine if the moment that our plane took off, a gust of wind hit the plane on the side and it knocked the plane five degrees off course and the plane did not correct. What are the odds? that we would land in New York City. If the plane continued to fly in a straight line, five degrees off course. The answer is zero. There's no chance we end up landing anywhere close to New York City. And that's what's happening in our personal lives and what's happening in our business is we wake up and we set goals without clarity on how those goals line up with a longer term vision. And we can say yes to things that this year seem exciting. They seem like the right things to do. But if you actually extrapolated those activities out over five years, 10 years, 20 years, you arrive at a massively different destination. And the solution is to do what we call goal setting to the now. You don't earn the right to set your goals for this year until you can have an understanding of where do you want to be someday from now. Whether that's 10 years for you, 20 years for you, you get a general direction of where you want to be. And based on that, you can say, well, if that's where I need to be in 10 years or 20 years, where do I need to be in the next five? And once you have that clarity, you can then say, what can I say yes to this year that put me in alignment with my five years, that put me in alignment with my someday goals? And all of a sudden, you have more context and you understand why achieving that this year is so much more powerful. But when you do this, you face the second challenge, which is that it's hard to think that far into the future. If I asked you to imagine what does... extraordinary life look like for you someday from now? How many of you are thinking, I don't know. If we ask you to imagine what extraordinary looks like for your business someday from now, whether that's 10 years or 20 years, how many of you are thinking, I don't know? Again, this is super common. So if you're thinking that, you're in the majority actually. And we're going to challenge you to hold yourself to a higher standard. What ordinary people do is they say, I don't know, and they stop searching for the answer. Your opportunity is to recognize that that's where your mind currently shuts down and to continue the search. Because I promise if you sit down with your phone on do not disturb, with email shut down, and you close your eyes and you take a deep breath and ask the question, what would extraordinary health look like someday from now? You could come up with an answer. If we challenged you to imagine what would extraordinary relationships look like someday from now, you could come up with an answer. If you imagine for your business, what would extraordinary look like? You could come up with an answer. But you've got to learn how to search past the wall of I don't know. And then you get that clarity. And all of a sudden, you can reverse engineer it. We'll walk you through the steps on that a little bit more in this episode. So we've talked about the fact that oftentimes we're just too busy to slow down and cast the vision, but it's absolutely vital that you do that. We've acknowledged that it's hard to think that far into the future, but you've got to push past the wall of I don't know. The third challenge is usually if you're in an organizational structure, it's usually the senior leaders. To cast the vision, and then they come out and communicate it to everyone. The reason this is a challenge is because you as an individual may not feel like it's your vision. It might feel like someone else's, which really comes down to ownership. The problem is, if you want your vision to galvanize people, if you want it to inspire action, then people have to feel a sense of ownership in it which means we fundamentally have to shift how we cast that vision. It no longer can be something that senior leaders lock themselves in a room, cast the vision, and and then say, thou shalt follow. It's got to be an experience that is facilitated, where people can have a voice. People can contribute, not so that their idea wins, but they can see their DNA in the creation of it. The final challenge is that oftentimes when we're casting a vision, we attach ourselves to the way things used to be. I know when the pandemic hit, I had a conversation with a friend of ours named Keith Cunningham. And he said, what stops us from reinventing ourselves is an attachment to the way things used to be. Have you ever had an experience when you cast a vision or set goals, you looked at what you had done over the past year and asked the question, now how do I carry all of that forward this year? It's very natural to do that. The problem is, there are things that you may currently be doing that served you well to get you to where you are today, but may not serve you to get you where you need to go. And the thing that we need to learn is how to honestly reflect on what we're doing and ask the question Is this going to help us get to where we want to go? And also give ourselves permission to be willing to say no to the things that got us here because they served their purpose and it's time to let them go so we can reimagine who we can become to achieve even better things. Here's the problem or consequence that happens if we don't learn how to overcome being too busy, how to overcome hitting that wall of I don't know, if we don't overcome it being a top-down vision versus a collaboration. And if we don't learn how to overcome letting go of the way things used to be. First, it's easy to accept a lesser goal. Here's what we mean by this. If you just ask the question, based on where I am today, Where what can I accomplish over the next year? You will come up with an answer. But when you're challenged to think big, and in the future, you let go of how will I make this happen? And you go into a state of creativity. Because it's natural when you set a goal to ask the question, is this realistic? How will I get this done? But when you're in the the part of the system of casting a vision, that's not our job. Our job is not to reverse engineer how we're going to get this done yet. It's to set the vision because the purpose of that is to help you be appropriate in the moment. It's to help inform the person you can become along the way to achieve that vision. So you think really big. You set bigger goals out someday. And when you go, okay, well, where do I have to be in five years to be on track for someday? You 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 search for the end answer. You come up with with a milestone. And when you then say, great, if that's where I've got to be in five years, where do I have to be by the end of this year? Oftentimes, where you set the goalpost is so much further. Than what you would have set had you just set it looking forward. In the next episode, when we talk about how to build a plan, that's when you reverse engineer the how am I going to do this? The other challenge we see in an organizational structure, if you don't have a clear vision process, is it can become very easy to work in silos versus working as a cohesive team. We had an experience with a large, company that many of you are familiar with, where the leadership team, this was the first time that they were actually invited into casting the vision. And this leader said, no, I want to weave my key stakeholders in and they cast the vision for 10 years. And based on that, they said, where do we need to be in five? They said, where do they need to be in one? But one of the the most rewarding parts coming out of it was the leaders shared that it doesn't matter what department you're in, everyone plays a role in driving the goal. The SVP said, We used to be siloed, but now we're actually aligned. One of the directors said, This is the closest we've ever worked together. It can be so easy as a team inside a larger structure to focus on what your team does. But if you do not have a higher level understanding, Of where the business is going, it can be easy to stay in your silos when you could be collaborating. And in your personal life, this is what happens with couples. It can be easy for an individual to have clarity on where they want to go, but the people that they do life with to not necessarily be on the same page. And over time, you grow apart. So how do you overcome this? We have a simple approach that works for you, whether you are in an an individual or whether you are doing this with a team. It all follows the high-level premise of clarify your core values, set someday, five-year, one-year goals. How you go about doing that is where it gets slightly different. So if you're an individual, this is the backbone of what we facilitate in the goal-setting retreat. We do every year for couples and individuals, which you can learn about on theonething.com. We have an actual core values deck where you can sit down and go through the instructions in the deck to identify what your top three core values are so that you are hyper clear. These are the three things that when I make decisions that are in alignment with these, I feel incredible. And when I make decisions that are in conflict with these, the quality of my life just is not as great. When you cast a vision for someday from now, To inform what your five-year and your one-year goals need to be, you can make sure they are in alignment with your values and not in conflict. At an organizational level, what this looks like is usually the leader brings their core team together, the people that they want to feel a sense of ownership. And we facilitate, this can be done in one day, where we facilitate imagining what extraordinary would look like for the organization someday from now. And they design what those categories are. And based on that, they really clarify. Here's what culture would look like. Here's what talent would look like. Here's what revenue and EBITDA would look like. Here's what the customer experience would look like. Those are some examples of what categories might be. But based on that vision for someday what they look like in those categories, the teams work to identify where would we have to be in five years to feel like we're on track for the someday. And based on that, what do we have to focus on this year to make sure we're on track for our five years and that vision? And all of a sudden, every person who's in that room feels like it's their vision. And they understand why the team or organization needs to say yes to things, whether that's within their Area of expertise or not. And the silos come crashing down. And all of a sudden, everybody feels like one cohesive team. And as I shared before, if you'd like to have a conversation with us about what it looks like to do this with your organization, or if you'd like to go on this journey with yourself as an individual, just head on over to the one thing.com. That's with the number one in the URL, the onething.com Individuals, you can learn about our Living Your One Thing training membership or the goal setting retreat we facilitate every year. And if you're a leader and you want to discover what it looks like to bring this to your team and have it facilitated, just click the request a consultation button and we're happy to line up a time to chat with you. So it's time to take action. Based on everything we have talked about in this episode, what's the one thing you can do such that by doing it, everything else would be easier or unnecessary? How might you put this into action in your life? Identify that one thing, time block it, And when you show up to that time block, protect that time. Because if you do that, this episode will have been an incredible investment of your time and not an expense. If this episode has brought value to you, please think of one person you know that needs to hear it and make sure to share it with them. If you're new to the show, you do not want to miss the next episodes where we go through steps three, four, five, and six of the productive system. Make sure on your podcast player, you click the follow button and all the episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device. And while you are at it, if you would leave us a rating and review on your podcast player, it would mean the world to us. Let us know that you listened to the episode about casting a vision and what you learned. We read every single one of these and it genuinely helps us reach more people and fulfill our purpose, which is to help you better invest your time so you can achieve extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. We look forward to being with you in the next episode.